welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader trading experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Wednesday, February 24th. The market of stocks continue to rally after yesterday's reversal. The theme of the week has been rotation into reopening stocks. Did that ring true today? We are definitely seeing that theme play out once again. Oil is just ripping lately. The rotation to the reopening names is screaming out at this point as financials, industrials, and energy stocks lead the move higher over the past couple days. Tech made a comeback, but greatly lagged the cyclical names. The semiconductors are charging again on the back of Biden's executive order on chip supply chains. But at one point today, energy was up 3%, while NASDAQ was down 2% before it turned around. So the rotation out of tech into these other sectors is becoming very obvious at this point. We'll see if tech can play catch up the rest of the week. You mentioned Biden's executive order on chip supply chains. We spoke last week about the international semiconductor shortage. Will Biden's executive order help mitigate this problem? So there's been a global chip shortage that was caused by the perfect mix of changing business models along with the pandemic causing a surge in need for computers, laptops, and other consumer products, all things that heavily rely on chips. Chip companies began outsourcing the physical production of chips to a few companies And it caused production to be more limited along with demand skyrocketing. The auto industry is taking the biggest hit as car manufacturers have to halt production because they can't get the needed materials. So Biden's order is all about our reliance on China for these chips. He's instituting a 100-day review of the global producers and shippers for computer chips, large capacity batteries for electric vehicles, pharmaceuticals and their active ingredients, as well as critical minerals used in electronics. If risks are identified in the supply chain, the administration will aim to push those companies to move their suppliers out of countries like China and back to the U.S. mainland or allied nations. So right now we're in the discovery phase as the supply chains get reviewed, but we'll be hearing about this story the next few months. Speaking of chip makers, NVIDIA just released earnings after the close. Was this company a beneficiary of the chip frenzy? Definitely a big beneficiary as they beat on top and bottom line estimates. Record revenues of $5 billion are up 61% from a year ago. They're guiding higher for the rest of the year, which directly plays into the story we just spoke about. They're expecting $5.3 billion in revenue for Q1 compared to $4.5 billion that analysts estimated. So there's a frenzy out there for chips, and NVIDIA is definitely benefiting. The Federal Reserve payment system crashed today. Without Fedwire, large transactions like home purchases and new mortgages can't be completed. Are we seeing systems still down and could this have any effect on Bitcoin? So systems are back running to full capabilities, thankfully, but this was low-key very scary for the banking system as the Fedwire averages $3.3 trillion in transactions a day. We don't know the cause of the problem. All we heard, it was an operational error. But man, was this story perfectly queued up for Bitcoin bulls. Just two days after Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen explicitly said Bitcoin is an extremely inefficient way to conduct monetary transactions. The Fed's transfer system goes down. You just can't make something like that up. GameStop stock ripped 104% today as it seems the meme stocks are back in play. It was up as much as 90% after hours, but do we see any headlines associated with this recent rally? The meme stock saga is well known at this point. GameStop went on the epic run and its five-day peak it ran from 43 bucks to as high as 483, a casual 1000% plus move. 
The stock came in since then, back to this 43 area before today's move. And executives made such a fatal flaw. They never did a secondary offering to raise some cash in that equity run. And we're seeing the CFO, Jim Bell, take the blame for this. He was pushed out last night. So back in November, GameStop had a board shakeup when Chewy CEO and activist investor Ryan Cohen bought just under 10% stake in the company and sent public letters to the board urging them to undergo a strategic review. In early January, GameStop awarded Cohen three board seats and he's continued to shake up the company. The firing of CFO Jim Bell is virtually telling us out with the old and in with the new. In a press release, GameStop said the next CFO should have, quote, the capabilities and qualifications to help accelerate GameStop's transformation. They want to become a more technology-driven business, get away from the brick-and-mortar model. So that was the catalyst for the move we saw today. The stock, though, still has a relatively high short float. Nothing like last time when we saw these moves a few weeks ago. But you got to love how Roaring Kitty defended his position in the hearings last week, saying he was still buying the stock, now clearly getting paid. Meme stocks round two? We will see. The FDA released information on Johnson & Johnson's COVID vaccine ahead of its official review. This shot looks to have a 66% efficacy rate compared to Moderna and Pfizer's mid-90%, but it only requires one shot versus their two. Even though this vaccine isn't as effective as the others, could it still play an important role as we look to reopen? So the vaccine will now be the third cleared for use in the U.S. and will substantially help pick up the pace of vaccinations as we're seeing daily case numbers, hospitalization, and death numbers tumble lower. The 66% efficacy is definitely far below the other two, but being only one shot will greatly curb the spread. As data suggested, it also helped reduce the asymptomatic spread. Logistically speaking, it's much easier to ship a one-shot vaccine compared to two as they prepare to deliver 20 million doses by the end of March. We're still waiting on official FDA authorization which is expected over the weekend but looking like all systems go for johnson johnson's vaccine all righty shake well that's all we got for today tomorrow airbnb and doordash will report earnings for the first time as public companies we'll talk again after hours sounds good you've been listening to stock twits after hours to learn more and subscribe today visit stocktwits.com All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.